0: Thank you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you each and every Saturday by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And the condition report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma, And the hotspot report brought to you by Powerhouse Marine here in La Crosse. And there's certainly lots of good news. Well... The fishing, I, it kind of depends. I'm just going to say it's going to be a great weekend. You know, I don't. I you know. We're going to see sunshine, temperatures in the fifties and sixties. Um, yeah, I'll I'll take that. Yeah, I'll tell you, what, I saw my buddy, uh, my buddy uh, Chef Sean McManus. He was uh, out doing a little ice fishing yesterday and posted a picture on the Facebook and he's got the the rod. You know, lying down the hole and everything, and he's just kicking back. He's got his just kicking back. I think he had the lawn chair, took the lawn chair out there, and just kicking back and relaxing, and nothing but blue skies and sunshine and some good ice fishing. Ah, yeah, there you go. I mean that, uh, <laughs> and and at this point, um, you better get out there and enjoy it while you can. As far as the uh, the ice fishing goes, here we're uh, we're getting on the uh, the tail end here pretty darn quick and uh temperatures in the mid-50s mid-60s and then uh you know lows for the next couple of nights will be uh you know in the 40s so <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna lose that ice pretty darn quick so i think this this might be the final weekend um to safely get out there and do some ice fishing and that's kind of what i'm hearing a little bit as well when i uh uh, called around to, to get some fishing reports this morning as well. And we'll, uh, we'll go over those in just a, a moment here too. But yeah, it's, uh, and, and I'll talk a little bit more about this a little later on in the show. Um, we get to the, the news section a little later on here, but yeah, already, uh, boy, how many, at least two, it seems to me there were maybe a couple more that I, I read about as well, but, uh, two for sure that, uh, of folks going into the water this week. And then even, you know, some good Samaritans who tried to help out, uh, to rescue him went in as well. So it was, uh, uh, we're getting to that time where it's getting pretty sketchy out there and it's pretty hard to tell in, in some cases where, you know, there's good ice and bad ice and, you know, the, the difference in between isn't all that, uh, not all that great, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a challenge. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some hot spots. I think right now, uh, if you're of a mind to, to get out there, if you can get into a boat, uh, I think uh, I think walleye fishing is going to be. And and I think I mentioned this last week as well, but I think even more so now. Um, it's certainly going to be easier to get out there at this point um, and uh, and do some walleye fishing. But uh, uh, and, and guy, and that's what I'm hearing from uh, from my reports this morning. Here is that. Um, go below a dam, <laughs> and and that includes uh, you know I talked to uh, uh, Don out at Roscoe's uh, Live Bait and Toma this morning, and yeah, you know Castle Rock and Eaton Well, you know you get the boat out there and be fishing for some walleyes. That's a that's a that would be one hot spot that uh, I think I would uh, I would be looking at, but also uh, a little closer to the Lacrosse area. Any of the I think any of the lock and dams up here in the area, whether it's, uh, you know, Trempolo, got to believe Alma is, is, uh, going as well. And, uh, but, but Trempello, uh, Dresback, um, definitely, uh, places that you want to be thinking about maybe down to Genoa as well. Um, you know, go out there and do some walleye fishing right now. It's, uh, we're looking at some good conditions and certainly, yeah, it'll be a little breezy out there, but, um, a nice weekend to be out there uh, maybe trolling around a little bit, doing a little, I, although I think most guys are uh, jigging as far as, uh, as far as catching the walleyes, that's probably going to be your best bet. Um, but yeah, it's the, you know, the, the, the landings have opened up quite a bit and we'll continue to do so. Um, and it certainly looks like, I mean, you know, we're going to dip down kind of into that near the freezing marker, right at it anyway. So, I mean, I think in a lot of cases it's, you know maybe there'll be a little bit of refreezing but uh whatever there is certainly will go away during the course of the day and if we get some rain as well uh next week then uh yeah who knows what'll you know that that ice is gonna be gone pretty darn quickly although the only thing i would say is just be careful if you're going to be headed out in a boat because i'm sure there's probably some chunks of ice coming through the dams there and just be careful on that but other than that, that's I think that would be the hot spot this weekend is uh, get out there and do the get the walleye bite uh, going, and uh, that's that's going to be my choice anyway. Although some of the other places uh, in uh, that, uh, like you know, I talked to Fat Cat up there this morning, um, they're uh, they're just seeing a mix right now. You know, there's guys open water fishing like for walleyes, things like that, but there's still some ice fishing going on. Um, the lakes, uh, three lakes area up there, is still pretty good, and I have to believe. Uh, I didn't get a report for Lake on Alaska, but I got to believe Lake on Alaska probably still got some decent ice here again for the next uh, day or two. Uh, after that, you know, I don't know how fast... I I, I I stunk it. <laughs> science in school—that was just not one of my uh, not one of my things. Unless I, you know you had to set something on fire okay i'm good but eh, the rest eh. but i don't know how fast ice will melt when it's 65 uh tomorrow or 55 today but uh it'll it'll melt um and melt quickly so but yeah just a a mix of of ice and ice fishing and open water fishing um if you do get out and, and find some good ice this weekend uh there is i mean the bite is still decent don't get me wrong i mean the bite is the bite's good um you know perch and northern bite uh, is doing pretty well um getting some decent sized perch uh, up on the lakes there as well a few bluegills as well um saying that uh uh, one guy managed to find his limit on bluegills uh, earlier in the week so i would imagine you know they're, they're still they're still you know that water temperature and we'll get to the conditions here in a second but uh um and the water temperature starting to warm up. So, yeah, the fish are going to start to get more active and get going. And But, but yeah, if uh, you get a chance to get out on the ice, yeah, definitely, you know, targeting some perch and northern. Uh, maybe a few crappies. Certainly, obviously, bluegills. Um, but, yeah, it, it, oh, I missed one thing when I was talking about the walleyes here, too. If you want to get out there and enjoy that uh, as well. Um, inland, Don was saying that, you know, it's... Uh, um, Obviously, minnow the minnow bite uh, is is pretty good, but uh, guys using plastics to uh, catch their walleyes uh, this time of year seems to be halfway decent for uh, for using plastics. Um, darker colors, um, ringworms, things along those lines, but in some darker, you know, like the pumpkin colors and the you know that motor oil color and, and those kinds of combinations. Um, but uh, take your pick there. You know, as far as report, I got up I mean, they're selling minnows up the uh, wazoo there. They it's uh, you know and and, you know, and, and, and reds, crappies, fatheads, beaver tails, um, and uh, a lot of walleye jigs as well. So um, that's uh, you know minnows are going to be your best bet as far as uh, checking those those places out. But yeah, don't again don't overlook the pan fishing as well. Um, it's, uh, it's not bad uh, out there as well. So, you know, again, plenty of options out there. Um, if I get out of mind this weekend anyway, I maybe I'll, uh, even see how the, uh, I can find a place to get a little open water and give that a try. That sounds kind of fun. Probably won't get any minnows, but I'll, I'll get some, fish out some, some plastics and see what I can come up with there. But a little, uh, regardless. I think it's just one of those weekends. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, you can take a walk in the park, for that matter. Just get outside and, and enjoy the nice weather. Tell the kids to put the phones down and the computers away, and get out there. Uh, get out there and enjoy some nice weather. Uh, taking a look at the conditions, uh, in, and that's being brought to you by uh, Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma. Yeah, it, and. It, I'm seeing the signs that, you know, spring is coming, so there's, you know, going to be more activity here with uh, with fishes, and, and certainly like the walleyes and sauger as they get uh, a little closer to the spawning, their spawning temperatures. But, yeah, uh, I'm seeing an uptick in uh, in river water temperature uh, here, looking at the information, uh, 36 up in Trempeleau, 35 in uh, Dresbach, 32 in Genoa, but uh, 34 down in Linksville. So, again, it's, uh, it's starting to creep up there and certainly the next, like I said, the next several days, uh, it will do, it will do the same, uh, as well. Uh, and certainly, you know, that shallower waters is, is definitely going to warm up quite a bit. So you're going to, you know, you're going to see increased insect activity. Um, you know, you get the little, uh, minnows, they'll be moving up shallow. So those are some of the places you want to think about. And, uh, you know, as far as the flow goes, it's still pretty, uh still pretty decent. Um, it's at about 38 in Dresbach, uh, 44 in Genoa, um, about 37 in Trempolo, So uh, it's it's still the the conditions right now. You know, uh, you know there isn't a lot of water moving. Um, so take advantage of that at this time. And uh, normally I give the river stage right away, but I'll just back. I'll save the best for last. Here um, we're sitting at a, a great spot here, 6.24 feet, um, which. I'll try to stretch my limited memory here, and I don't remember it being quite that lower. If it if, uh, this winter, I think, and I recall seeing something earlier in the week too. I don't have it in front of me, um, but uh, this winter was we set a record as far as the like the average river stage mark here uh, was the highest it had been. I think it, I, for whatever reason seven one is is sticking in my head here but uh, um, it was sort of like the highest average we've ever had for winter I mean it just and it has it's just it stayed high all winter uh, and now we're uh, seeing a little bit of a, a, a drop-off I'm assuming uh, and and again this is an assumption my on my part but uh, they were uh, Don kind of mentioned it when we were talking this morning as well is that uh, some of the places have you uh, like some of the cranberry box and stuff like that, they're letting more water through, uh, and, you know, kind of lowering the water here in anticipation of, you know, the runoff and the snow melt and everything like that. So I think maybe this is kind of what we're seeing here is that the water is, you know, they've, they've moved some water through during the week here. Um, they're letting things go just to kind of drop things a little bit in anticipation of, uh, of uh, of some higher water, and certainly uh, that there there have been plenty of predictions as far as what we're looking at, as far as you know, some spring flooding goes. But uh, at this point, um, that's in the future. I know it's coming, and it's not going to be fun. It won't be a pleasant thing. But uh, let's just kind of live for the day here today, and live for the weekend, and get on out and enjoy some beautiful weather, and get out there and do some fishing. Because uh, there's nothing like a, a good meal of fresh fish, fresh caught, caught by your own hand. It just, it taste has nothing to do with it, but I guarantee it. it tastes better. It just does. It's like, yeah, I did this. So that's it's, it's a little extra seasoning as far as your fish goes, you know. Yeah, you can go to the store and buy, you know, whatever. But it's like, nah, it's always better when you catch it yourself. Again that's just uh, that's just me so but again uh and and certainly here and I'm gonna I'll talk about it again in a little while but yeah just be really really careful if you're headed out onto the ice like I said we've already had I've already seen in the past week in the past couple of days even a um, couple of reports of uh, folks going through the ice and yeah we're 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 certainly at that point but just be really really careful um nobody's I don't think anybody is well. There's always somebody, but <laughs> but I haven't heard of anybody you know driving out onto the ice yet. Um, if they can get out there, because uh, you know the edges are really going to be, you know, there's probably decent ice in the middle of like you know Lake On Alaska. It's probably plenty thick and everything, but you know, after this weekend, it, <laughs> just getting there is getting out onto the ice. Period is going to be a a challenge, but. So again, use a overabundance of, of caution when you you're headed out there. Make sure you get that spud along and try to, uh, try to be really, really careful because we're in that, that time of the year where yeah, it's uh, that ice melts. So again, be safe. Okay, that's a, a look at the uh, conditions report here this morning. Uh, brought to you by Roscoe's live bait in Toma. And also a look at the the hot spots as well. Oh, one other place I think I'll, I'll I'll mention as well is something to maybe not overlook. It's probably going to be a little muddy to get to, um, and certainly uh, maybe a little more of a challenge to uh, catch them. But uh, boy, I'm seeing some nice pictures of uh, trout being caught down in uh, in the Vernon County area down there. You know, Spring Cooley and Timber Cooley, and and some of those places down there. Um, so that's another option as well. Starting to see uh, some midges and stonefly hatches. Um, so a little and a little larger. I think you can maybe get away if you you want to do a little fly fishing, get away with uh, a little larger, a uh, little larger pattern. Um, certainly some subsurface stuff. There'll be, I think, probably a few decent hatches this weekend. Uh, again, as things uh, as things warm up. the The drawback is is that. Um, Obviously, with the uh, the warmer temperatures, we're going to see some snow melt, and that'll kind of muddy things up as it runs into the the, the streams and creeks. Um, but you know, so the water, it, you know, the water is going to be a little uh, a little more challenging. It might be maybe just a little bit higher as well than uh, than normal here, just with the, the runoff. Although it's I mean, not going to be terrible or anything like that just uh, just be a little more careful when you're you're headed out because i'm guessing like i said it'll be up up a little bit more here uh, a, over the next you know several days as as we really get into the melt now um so that's uh that's going to be the challenge but again um beautiful weekend to get out there and, and get some uh, get some fishing in some trout fishing in uh, always a always a good time and it doesn't you know whether it's and maybe zip over to Iowa I was talking with a friend Jeff about that the other day is that we got to go down there and make a trip down to uh, Iowa and find some of those Iowa fish and there's certainly plenty to be had on in the Wisconsin side. don't get me wrong but there's uh, some decent fishing in Iowa as well but anyhow that's just another option for you as well. okay um, boy I've gone on for uh, a little longer than I normally do in this segment so I'm gonna take a quick break. Come back in just a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your
1: hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. You served in the military. You're entitled to certain benefits. Keeping track of what's available is almost next to impossible. And that's why you need to attend the Veterans Benefit Bonanza Thursday, March 19th from 11 till 6 at the Radisson Hotel. It's your chance to get acquainted with benefits offered by the VA as well as beyond the VA that your community provides to veterans. Benefits like health care, employment programs and financial advice, housing and education, help with VA claims, military records, disability compensation, and a lot more. Talk to qualified professionals who can answer your questions all in one place. The Veterans Benefit Bonanza also features a free legal clinic with proper ID, first come, first serve. Take advantage of the benefits you're entitled to. If you or a family member are a veteran or if you provide care for a veteran, come to the Veterans Benefit Bonanza Thursday, March 19th at the Radisson Hotel from 11 till 6. Sponsored in part by Ashley Furniture.
0: Some people have a summer home. Ask me,
1: this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats. Just watch out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting
0: thanks to Roscoe's live bait. They're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer. The
1: moral of the story is it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home, and Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma is your ice fishing headquarters. By any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's it's where everyone goes.
0: WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And uh, before we hop back into fishing here, let's take a quick peek at the sports calendar for today. Uh, Basketball action coming your way this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Some girls high school basketball playoff action. Um, Again, that's at 1 o'clock and followed uh, early this evening anyway by some boys basketball action here as uh march tournament time moves on here and certainly uh best of luck to all the teams that are uh, all the girls teams that are vying for a shot at uh, at state this week uh, this weekend and hope to see you guys over in green bay next week that'll uh that'll be fun there's certainly uh see what we got uh and I, I don't want to overlook anybody yet so i'm hesitant i, I will obviously aquinas and bangor melrose mindoro um you know they uh all have uh all have good shots to to head on over there so wish all the teams and the boys teams too for that matter wish them all the uh all the best of luck with uh with the tournament action here because it's uh if you like basketball this is your your time of year there is uh uh no doubt about that it's uh always a fun time to get out there and enjoy so it's uh it's fun. I'm sorry I'm I'm kind of looking at the, there's a uh college world or a college tournament going on this weekend in uh, uh Branson down on Table Rock Lake and I was just uh, double checking here during the break uh, how uh, how some of the teams are doing cuz uh, um there's a team from UWL competing uh, and uh, we've got uh uh, Jordan Larue and Gage Griffin. Gage has, of course, been on the show before, and uh, they're sitting uh, in uh, in 59th place right now. But uh, hey, it's still anybody's tournament. Somebody has a, a good day, and you know, it's uh, any. Like I said, anything is possible here. But uh, yeah, you got a team from the University of Wisconsin, certainly in contention. Uh, Michael East and Dustin Lee. They are uh, working to. Uh, get things done down there. So, but yeah, good stuff. So, good luck to them. Hopefully, uh, or I take that back. Hold on a second here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to double check here. I make, make sure I got all my, oops, I take that back. My, my apologies. They did <laughs> tournaments over. It was a, uh, and they finished 59. So congrats, you know, hey, great day out there. Always hard to, uh, always hard to find the fish sometimes, but again, congratulations to, uh, Hey, just getting out there and enjoying that is, uh, I've heard great things about that lake down there. It's, it's pretty nice. A lot of fun. So, but anyway, just to uh, give you an update on how those guys are doing great kids, great program, great, uh, great that they have those kinds of opportunities, uh, uh to uh to be able to enjoy that and all the things that uh all the things that they do this that's a <laughs> those guys are busy with all that stuff they were down in madison last weekend for the fishing expo and tournaments and boy, a busy time busy time anyhow let's uh let's hop back into the uh the world of fishing here and certainly you know obviously it's uh uh we've all talked about march madness and things like that and you know it's you know basketball crazy but hey it, it can also be some good good fishing as well and like we're seeing right now i think with the uh with the walleye bite but uh you know again we're talking very late ice and this is probably gonna be the last time i'll talk about ice fishing for the next uh, the next several months but uh, other than to say you know be careful being out there of course but uh um you know there's a lot of opportunities uh, you know, this is going to be your weekend to really get out there and enjoy some of those opportunities. Um, certainly, uh, you know, finding the where isn't going to be all that tough on a weekend like this. Anyway, you know, it's going to be places like shallow water bays with old weed beds, maybe uh, you know, a few strands of last year's reeds, and um, certainly those can be places where uh, you're definitely going to find some nice uh, crappie and probably some bluegills as well. But again, um, you know, as we're Going to see this weekend, uh, this late ice season anyway. Um, you know, by late ice, it stretches that you know, we get that warm weather and that kind of peels away those layers of heavy snow and uh, again puts a little life back into that shallow water. And you know, that's really this is when things really start to improve. Um, you know, you're certainly going to start to see it with the panfish bite. They're going to move in and. Um, they're just going to, you know, get on one of those those feeding binges here that uh, they probably haven't had for three, four months. So, and, and it's just going to keep doing nothing but getting better and better as that water warms up during the course of the day. Um, sunnies and crappies that have been, you know, holed up in, in deeper water or, you know, those that, you know, stuck it out in the shallows weren't, but weren't maybe all that active to begin with, um, they're going to start making some, some, uh, definite movements just to feed more and that certainly makes them more vulnerable to uh, to what you're offering um you know just as long as you have kind of a, a game plan before you head out um that'll uh that'll help just put a little thought into it here um you know you can find them in a couple in a couple of different places in the water column late in the season sunfish will ride a little bit higher in the water column and um approach your lure uh, maybe four or more feet off the bottom um a lot of times what they do is though they'll, they'll kind of come in um uh, acting like a school of crappie uh, just something to keep in mind when you're you're setting your bobbers or jigging um crappies of course as we all know like to suspend uh and can be caught anywhere let's say three feet below the ice to just a you know even a foot off the bottom. Um, if you've got your flasher with you, don't disregard those marks on your flasher, even a few feet under the ice, because uh, it certainly could be some nice perch or a uh, nice crappie, I should say. Perch, on the other hand, <laughs> uh, like the bottom, and, and you know, have to be coaxed up from the very bottom. Uh, although when you're you're jigging for them, um, they can be you know pulled up quite a bit uh, off the bottom, uh, trying to get them to bite, and certainly. One way to do that is to, to keep the bait moving. If you've ever, you know, in clear water, you know, if you've ever had the chance to uh, to see them or if you've got like one of those underwater cameras, uh, one of those little aqua views or one of the other, water, other ones, um, you know that panfish are, are curious critters. And, you know, if you've got something that they're interested in, um, a lot of times their curiosity is often their undoing. Always a good sign when the, when you lower your bait to the bottom and the flasher shows that a fish is you know immediately rising to uh, to take it. You know that's a great thing. You know, the fish are interested; they're curious. Um, I can't tell you what size you kind of have to see that, but you know. Although, even I've watched even little. It's it's fascinating sometimes to just watch those, uh, even like the little bluegills and you know the the. The two, three inches—the the really small ones that hopefully grow up into big slabs you know, just watch their curiosity. Sometimes, if you put something in the water, um, you know, I'll I'll just little, a little jig or something like that—something that looks like food to them. You know, they'll you'll get three or four of them all bunched up, kind of within several inches of the lure, and they'll just sit there and stare at it. You know, sometimes you put a little motion into it; they'll come in and take a nip at it but sometimes they'll just sit there and they'll, they'll look at it, they'll watch it. And then they're, they're just, you can kind of see the wheels turning sometimes, you know? Um, but yeah, the fish, they're curious. Uh, it may not hit immediately. So just if, if they don't, um, here's a couple of ideas that you can try just after you, you, you drop it down in there, you know, pause the lure above the fish and then, you know, slowly try to take it away. And, and, in a lot of cases, certainly this time of year, uh, the fish will rise to see it, or will rise with it, I should say. Um, and you can kind of gauge the when it, you get to that point where the fish isn't going to go any further. Um, it's It's got sort of the upper limit where it will be raised to. Um, and, and the interesting thing is uh, from things – the things i've read is that you know almost all the fish will have that same sort of limit um especially if they're uh, nice fish and you know not the teeny tiny ones you know and once you kind of figure that out and it you know it certainly will vary from day to day or time to time you know however um so I'm not, i there really isn't a. it's like oh no they they won't go higher than 18 inches off the wall. you know I, I that's no um but once they they get to that upper limit you know, then slowly drop it again a few feet below the fish and, you know, see if they follow it down. And then just keep doing that. And, and we're not necessarily talking, you know, rapid movements or anything like that. You don't necessarily want that. You've already got the fish interested, so you don't need to do a lot of motions to do that. Just, uh, just a nice, easy process, uh, but raise the lure again. Just keep kind of going through it there until at some point there you will you will get bit um well the, the official bite the lure. you know what i mean um so that's that's something certainly to uh, to think about but again uh in in talking with don this morning out at uh, uh Roscoe's and toma um, he's saying that the the early morning bite and we're going to see this i think continue as we get into the open water season here and that's certainly something that uh, that happens is that um, we, we see that a little more specific times for the uh, for the bite, but yeah, timing is definitely important. And uh, as far as crappies go, uh, it starts right at day, uh, right at the beginning of the day, uh, and ends early in the morning, and then picks up again a little later in the day and can last on into dark. Um, so yeah, that uh, we're starting to see a little bit of that behavior already getting underway here. Um, you know, so by nine or ten o'clock now, yeah, the bite's going to kind of taper off a little bit, and then pick back up again a little later in the afternoon. You know, three, four o'clock somewhere in there. Um, the other thing too is, um, and certainly, you know, there's plenty of people that want to get that last gasp in. So there are times too when a little pressure is uh, also kind of figures into the mix too. So again, your best bet is to do that early morning bite. Uh, get in on that because a lot of times uh, anglers aren't going to be willing to make that sacrifice to get on the ice before uh, before the sunrise, um, which which makes sense. You know, a lot of folks like it's the weekend. I'm going to sleep in. Yeah. So take advantage of that. You can get your fish dinner before they're even out of bed in the morning and had their cup of coffee which is nice so but um that's just for crappie Uh, bluegill on the other hand uh they tend to get a little more active a little bit later in the day and then can peak by late afternoon so if you know if you do get out there in the the you know you kind of miss that early morning crappie bite you know you're a guy that likes to sleep in and there's nothing wrong with that um you can still find that you know the bluegill bite is kind of if you want to put a, a time on it so to speak you know six to ten the decent crappie bite um you know ten to two ten to three uh, you're probably going to be more targeting uh, maybe bluegills or something along those lines and then uh, as we get into again the later part of the afternoon then we're going to see the uh, uh that crappie bite start to start to pick up again so that's just something else to uh something else to think about as well but yeah there's still some A few opportunities out there. Like I said, this is probably going to be your weekend to get out there and uh, get out there and do it and and be done with it. Because we're going to be we're going to be gone. Uh, That ice is going to be gone quick. (laughs) Hey, when you see temperatures at 55 and 65, yeah, that that ice is going. So, um, just a few thoughts here for the the I guess you call it late season, but yeah, the extreme late season, your last gasp sort of weekend. (laughs) That's. Maybe that's it's a, a good way to put it, but anyhow, that's uh, just a look at that. Just some things to think about uh, when you're uh, when you're headed out uh, headed out this weekend. I'm going to take a a quick break and then come back with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a few moments. You're listening to WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Yes, spring will come. Get a jump start at Ace
1: of Lacrosse. Go ahead, start thinking about the windows open, the sun shining, and a yard full of flowers. Think about the smell of clean, fresh air in your home. At Ace, they have everything you need to get ready new soil, starter flowers, cleaning supplies. Don't want to spend the afternoon shopping? Order online and pick up in store. And for great tips on getting spring ready, go to Ace of Lacrosse on Facebook. Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road—your place to get ready for spring. I don't believe it. My savings are gone. Okay, Sink, Where'd you have them last?
0: I was home. Then I spent them on that vacation in this tiny suit of armor. Now they're gone. Weird.
1: Weird? Not really. Not saving now means no money later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Oh, I broke his little gauntlet. Oh, no. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Start your next project and save with 11% off everything at Menards. Update your home with great floors from Tarquette. We have a great selection of laminate, sheet vinyl, or vinyl plank flooring. And right now, you get 11% off all Tarquette flooring. Save big money and get 11% off everything at Menards. Sale prices are good through Saturday, March 7th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards.
0: 7 FM 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Uh, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. It is uh, coming up on 847 here and welcome back to the show here. Certainly been a uh, quite the weekend here to uh, get out there and enjoy some just uh, some just beautiful weather here. I'm just trying to dial something up here real quick and get my uh there we go yeah there we go that's what i was looking for uh it's a story from uh up in buffalo county there that uh um and again this backwaters of the mississippi so we're seeing it uh, in a lot of different places not just lakes and things like that um but anyway this is a, a story from a couple of days ago that the uh, the buffalo county sheriff's department is you know urging anglers Uh, urging a warning to anglers after uh, two fishermen fell through the ice. Um, And this happened Thursday morning in the backwaters about uh, a mile or so south of Alma. Uh, Fortunately, deputies were near the time and were able to get the fishermen to safety. Um, But again, the sheriff's office asking people to maybe think twice about going out on the ice. Uh, And your best best advice, your your best uh, help in that just... You know, stop by your favorite bait shop uh, and just ask um, you know, whether it's you know Fat Cat or, or you know you're out in the or out in the Tome area. There, stop by Roscoe's and talk to Don. You know, they've got the, the they can give you pretty pretty accurate and pretty timely information as far as uh, the conditions of the of the ice. Like you know, for example, the Three Lakes area up by Tremble there um, still have about a foot of ice uh this morning anyway um but uh, again it's going to be kind of it, it's going to get sketchy real quick certainly to get uh and whether that foot of ice is you know out in the middle of the lake probably the case it's probably that's you know that's where you're going to find the thick stuff because it, but it's going to melt from the sides and so uh access is going to be the uh be the big challenge um and Don was saying too that, uh, no, you know, obviously nobody's driving vehicles out there. Still a few folks driving ATVs and things like that out there, but uh, I'm guessing, you know, the majority of folks, um, will be walking out there. And that's, uh, again, probably your, your best bet. I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't advise, although I got to believe this weekend we're going to see somebody try to do it. And, uh, We'll all see the pictures on uh, on Facebook or elsewhere. Um, that will show just sort of the uh, three inches of a, of somebody's pickup truck topper, and uh, the rest of it is uh, getting a bath in the uh, whatever body of water it happens to be in. So, just something to uh, just just be careful if you're going to be headed out there as well. Uh, a couple of other things here too, um, as far as uh, fishing goes. Uh, few changes that are going to be taking place uh, april 1st uh, licenses uh for wisconsin you got to get the uh, new ones there uh it's uh, it's that time of year once again and minnesota you already need a new license their uh their online sales started earlier this week and uh, or i guess it was last sunday as a matter of fact um but yeah the uh the fishing licenses uh, you need a new one for minnesota you need Going to need one here at the end of the month for Wisconsin. Um, But uh, there are some changes, uh, some new regulations coming up for Wisconsin this year um, to be aware of here. Again, effective April 1st, and this is for Mississippi River Fishing. Um, In pools three through eight on the Mississippi, the daily bag limit for walleye and sauger is four in total. With a 15-inch minimum length for walleye, none for sauger. And uh, also only one walleye or sauger over 20 inches are allowed for harvest. In pools 9 through 12, the daily bag limit for walleye and sauger is 6, with a 15-inch minimum length for walleye, none for sauger, and a protected slot limit of 20 to 27 inches for walleye, and only one walleye over 27 inches is allowed for harvest. So, uh, For panfish in pools 3 through 9, the daily bag limit for white and yellow bass is reduced to uh, 10 of each with no size limit, while the daily bag limit for sunfish, crappies, and yellow perch Uh, will be reduced to 15 of each size with no size limit. And a couple of other things as well. The regulation for pike uh, for northerns in three through nine is a a daily bag limit of three with uh, only one over 30 inches Uh, for channel and cathead flathead. or Let's try that again for channel and flathead catfish in pools three through nine, the daily bag limit uh, will be 10 combined with only one catfish uh, over 30 inches. So, something to uh, a few changes in there and who wants to clean that many fish anyway well i'm thinking like sunfishing it's like 15 that's a lot so but yeah just uh something to something to keep in mind here again some new regulations and certainly uh something that uh, you want to keep in mind as well uh, a couple of other things as well here we'll do one more thing here before uh, take the break uh, I found this on the Minnesota DNR website. Here is that uh, the DNR is seeking input for Houston off-highway vehicle trail proposal. Um, they're inviting public comments on a proposal by the city of Houston to obtain off-highway vehicle uh, grant aid and aid in funding uh, for an off-highway vehicle trail. The uh, proposed seven and a half mile trail, known as the Houston Trail. Uh, would be located in the South Park area of the city and would accommodate all-terrain vehicles, off-road vehicles, and off-highway motorcycles. In 2015, the city contracted with the U.S. Forest Service Trails Unlimited team to uh, design a sustainable motorized trail system. Uh, Sustainable trail systems provide an enjoyable, and I'm reading this from the DNR here, provide an enjoyable recreational experience while reducing maintenance and potential impacts to the natural environment. The, uh, the city of Houston and several off-highway vehicle clubs would provide trail maintenance uh, for the project and if you've got comments on that uh, your best bets just to go to the Minnesota DNR website and you know, search for the this proposal but uh, they are taking uh, comments on the uh, on the proposal until uh, until April 6th so something and and I'm not an off-road person but I don't know if there's really a lot of those around here or not or at least maintained you know maintained ones anyhow so <coughs> certainly plenty of trails to uh to keep them and uh, also a, a reminder from the city of lacrosse parks and rec department is that uh, a lot of their trails are closed off now at this point of the year uh because of uh, uh, the seasonal melt and uh, runoff and everything it's just kind of a a muddy mess so uh, they're asking people to stay off the trails. They are posted, so just don't go around the, the you know, the posted signs and go on the trail because the more you mess it up now, the more work they've got to do later on, and it's just it's it's a lot of work. So, um, and for you know, just let them be for a while. Find some place else to walk. Like I said, uh, you got plenty of plenty of parks here uh, that you can enjoy. Um, go up and I, I got to believe the Eagles are going to start coming in up at that, uh, uh, where you can see them on that landing as you come into Lacrosse on the north side there. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, that's a, that's a neat place, uh, to be able to watch, watch the Eagles on the, they don't have to worry about the ice, <laughs> the ice thickness. Uh, they'll be, uh, well, once, once we see a little bit more open water up in that, like Shopko Bay area in there, and they'll start to, uh, really congregate up in there and, you know, along the black river and, things like that a lot of fun watching the uh watching the eagles watching them swoop in and grab a fish and fun stuff okay gotta take a last break be back in a moment as uh, wkty outdoors continues in just a few moments on wkty 96.7 fm 580 a.m WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Some people have a summer home. Ask me, this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats. Just watch
1: out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting thanks to Roscoe's Live Bait. They're
0: like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer.
1: The moral of the story is it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home, and Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma is your ice fishing headquarters. By any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's it's where everyone goes. You love golf. You like saving money. You're going to love this. The Tri-State Golf Card. It's one card that gets you 12 rounds of golf at six area courses in Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And that card is only 59
0: bucks. Get it at RadioStuffStore.com. Like golf season, it won't be around for long. So get yours before it disappears like a ball in the drink. 12 rounds, six different courses, and money
1: in your pocket for new clubs. Maybe a pallet of balls. Get your Tri-State Golf Card at RadioStuffStore.com
0: wkty 96 7 fm 580 am welcome back to wkty outdoors brought to you by tony ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com get the home or plot of land you've always wanted i got a few minutes uh, left to go in the program here a few other uh, bits of news here uh certainly uh, uh some tremendous efforts and kudos to uh to these agents here uh, dnr wardens i should say uh recently honored for uh, going above and beyond the the call of duty here and there were some local wardens that uh, that were honored the other day here for uh, for their work uh shauna stringham of vernon county ed mccann of lacrosse county and cody adams and uh Aaron Deshatka also uh, from Vernon or Crawford County I should say uh they were all honored for uh, their actions uh, day and night uh rescuing multiple people and pets on the uh, uh August 28th 28 or 2018 I should say uh for their although I think that's a typo it must be, I think it's probably 2019 when uh, when flooding in Vernon and Crawford counties uh, Rapidly invaded the Kickapoo watershed communities, trapping dozens of folks, including children, the elderly, and pets. And they got the boats out and got in there and were rescuing people. So definitely uh, definitely a great job for, for all of that. Um, and certainly there were a number of 14 wardens in all were uh, honored for uh, their efforts at you know, life-saving and, Finding lost people and you know, rescuing people from floodwaters, um, helping a victim of a you know that was gunshot, so things above and beyond. Uh, that's uh, that's great, and, and certainly uh, applaud all of their all of their efforts and all the things that they do. Uh, that's a tough job. It 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 really is, uh, and I, I I'm sure some of us realize the things that they do, but I think a lot of us maybe don't. Uh, Quite appreciate all the things that uh, that a warden actually does do during the course of of their day of service. Uh, so, again, uh, I commend all of the efforts of the the wardens for uh, for their acts. So, it is uh, coming up. Uh, matter of fact, I got to wrap this show up here. It's already eight fifty nine. My goodness, this hour has uh, just flown by. I certainly hope you enjoyed it. Got a few things from it. Picked up a little news, a little, maybe a few ideas. Get out there and enjoy it this weekend. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. So until next week, I will see you. You have yourself a tremendous weekend. Stay safe, especially if you're headed out on the ice. You Get the chance take the kids outdoors as well today and teach them the joys of the outdoors, the beauty that we have in our area. It's 9 o'clock. Get up! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM.